Hello! And welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, better known as Bible Study Girl, and that voice um, giving me a little air gun salute on the Zoom to let me know he was ready. Um, it's none other than the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Yo, it's Bible Study Brother also known as Icarus Gray, over at Gray Area Anime, and this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. Energy single, out now. Go and listen to it. Whoop, whoop. Who am I? I was being mama, because she makes that noise when she's excited, and it whoop. drives me nuts. Mama, yeah, that's mama her, brick. Yeah, her excited noises. Whoop, whoop. So go check out that energy single. Hopefully it gives you a little pep in your step a little burst to your day um you guys are we're continuing our blog recap series it is definitely going to carry us through the rest of this season we'll sprinkle a few different episodes um here and there but primarily this season is focused on going back over the old blogs on biblestudygirl.com we're still in September, three years ago. So you guys, we we, we have lots of content to cover. <laughs> and the topic of the blog that we're going to discuss today is I'm fat. You may be wondering, how do I get to this blog? How can I find it? How can I read it? Head on over to BibleStudyGirl.com. You can touch the magnifying glass in the right-hand corner. Type in I'm fat. And it will pop right up for you. And I guarantee you that's the simplest way to do it. Because if you try to scroll through all the blogs, you will be scrolling and scrolling and get discouraged. But you might ha- um, happen upon a blog that catches your fancy while you're scrolling. I'm not discouraging the scrolling. I'm just saying, if you want to read what we're talking about, um, that's the simplest way for you to get that done. So last week we happened upon, stumbled upon, the Lord led us to our format for this blog recap series. Um, so first things first, we're going to let Bible study brother kind of tell us what he got from reading the blog. Um, if you haven't listened much, you don't know this, but Bible study brothers, not an, well, before this was not an avid reader of the blog. So this is a, uh, an author's opportunity uh, to hear what the reader is experiencing and feeling. I'm talking about my brother as he sips his little tea and gets his throat cleared and ready uh, for whatever he wants to share with you guys so i'm curious to see bible study brother what are your thoughts about the blog i'm fat what did you get from it and after um he tells you guys what he got from it i'll tell you how i thought of it um, at the time i wrote it proceed so with this one it felt like the um, well. I, honestly, it's, it's it's our life in general. Um, whether I, even before I gained my weight, uh, I was a fat kid at heart because I <laughs> ate like I never eaten a meal ever. Everywhere that's I true. Went. Uh, but that was not true. I was just always hungry. Uh, so much so, my grandmother was so very sure I had a tapeworm in me. <laughs> Eventually, I ate him out of house and home, apparently. <laughs> uh, but uh, so thinking about it in the context of 
you know, when you flip it to, to what it is that we do in terms of gaining all this knowledge and, and spiritual wealth and not going out and doing. What it made me think about is how we can kind of isolate ourselves spiritually mm-hmm. um, in a way of uh, when we do it in a lot of different ways um, to use the analogy that you're using. Basically, what we'll do is we will cook at home and exhaust ourselves. Just be cooking, just be cooking, just be cooking. Dishes piling up, all this other stuff. We will not use the services of restaurants and other places and, and going out and kind of doing different things. We won't activate uh, what what's around us. And even simpler, what I'm saying in that is, so when you go out, and you do these things um, uh, spiritually when you're holding in all the, the, the spiritual stuff to just the church. Um, well, then you don't get out and you don't actively work out the food. You don't work out everything that you gained. Um, and you just start to hoard it. You become a, a, a glutton for your salvation, which is already paid for because you're there and believing right and you start holding the truth as if you're the only person that needs it and so reading that blog it just made me think about that it made me think about the different avenues that we need to also be getting fed from um because i thought about if i'm only eating from one place uh in terms of whatever it is then i'm doing myself a disservice if i'm not if I feel sick and I just pray and act like God didn't feed a doctor with the knowledge of what to do or any of these other people, then I'm malnourished. I'm malnourished right. in my uh, spirit. And that's what this brought out to me because we, we, we go so far as to do so many different things um, for the Lord, as we would say, but it's technically for our own comfortability. Um, and, and how the food brings us comfort where I get, you know, how I want my sermons to be preached, how right. I want my songs to be sang. If that's what I got, then I'm good to go at our church. This, this past Sunday, that was, the, it was, it was, a essentially kind of like mission Sunday, but like, um, showing the different or, or service Sunday and showing all of the different, uh, places they have that you can serve and help, uh, introducing you to different groups and, and what they do, the pantry, the volunteering, all these different things to show that there are other things. He was like, it's okay if you're coming to get, you know, refreshed, but we're supposed to go out and do. And, and so everything just kind of ties into this. Yeah. So thank you so much for that synopsis. I think a lot of your points hit on what I was really thinking when I wrote the article blog whatever we want to call it. It's a blog. When I wrote the blog. Uh, it's an article, Miss Journalist. <laughs> so one thing you didn't tap on too tough that I'm going to tap on is the fact for me, the blog post was really a look at my spiritual life and the health of my spiritual life, right? Mm. So I talk about how when I'm depressed, you know I'm depressed because that's when I don't want to eat food. I'm like, yeah, I don't have an appetite. And so 
I was coming out of a season of depression when I wrote it. Um, so that was a very real relevant thing. And just how, like when I'm really depressed, I don't want to eat when I'm really depressed, which sounds crazy. I don't want to eat God's word. Like I don't want to hear it. Um, and I know it may be unique to me, but it might not just be unique to me. It doesn't mean I don't love the Lord, but even, you know, tying in with the current season of depression I went through, um, I just don't want to, I don't want to consume it. So what happens when we go through life and we don't eat? We're malnourished. And so definitely starting a blog, writing a blog was a re, um, it was a re, a revival, I want to say. Of I was just my, about to say revitalization right. or yeah, like a re and I wanted to say like re-energizing, but it didn't sound like it a just, word. It gave you energy. It did. It like gave the me single energy. that Icarus Grace put out that y'all should go listen to. It gave me energy. Great science. It gave me energy and it really started my dialogue with the Lord again, like in a real way. And it wasn't for I wasn't writing the blogs for people. You're reading my journal is what you're reading. And you're reading my conversations with God. And so he was using this as a way to reconnect with me, to help me get back center with him. But on the opposite end of that spectrum is when you go to church all the time, you're a faithful attender, you go Sunday, Wednesday, anytime the doors are open, you're just eating, eating. You have a buffet of the word before you. You are the person that, um, you know, when you wake up in the morning before you go to work, you have praise music on, you know, as you're driving to work, you, you have all those things going for you, but you're not working out your salvation. So what, and that's how you get fat. Let's get to the 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 meat of the blog is you get fat. If you continue to eat and eat and eat and eat, nobody's saying you shouldn't eat God's word. You definitely should. But you have to have a balanced diet. After you eat the word, you're supposed to go out there and work out your salvation. You're saved. You're already saved. Um when you accept Jesus Christ, you're getting in, but he also, when you accept Christ, that's also your call to get to work. Like you were saying, Joe, like we don't um, just go to church just to listen to gospel music. We have to live that life. We have to work that thing out. We have to forgive people that do us wrong. We have to um, (laughs) love others, you know, that use us. Um, you say that, and I'm just I'm working on a song right now, just about th- that. Just because I do that doesn't mean I won't fight. Doesn't mean <laughs> like you know, like so often you know the rhetoric on us is man, they, they, y'all just let somebody walk in the church and shoot you and not forgive them and or and forgive them and all this other stuff you know that they price on us and it's like well. I'll still protect. Like, I mean, like it's because, right. and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have appropriate boundaries. What no, I'm no, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah, 
Uh, what I'm saying is uh, I have definitely been guilty of just taking in the word and not being active and not sharing. Mm. Well, I'm not going to say not being active in church, but I've been active in church, but it's not about just me consuming God's word. It's about me sharing it with others, like, Mm -hmm. and learning and understanding and growing my relationship with Christ for myself as well. But also we all have a call to share Christ with others. Now, one way I share Christ with others is through my blog is through my podcast, but I also am intentional about being a listening ear to people when they need a listening ear. I think a lot of times we can over spiritualize things like to me, that's being the hands and feet of Jesus. Just listening to somebody when they have a problem um, and maybe offering some sound counsel or maybe not. Sometimes it's just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have found that in my life, people want to talk to me. They want to tell me all about it. Now, I will tell them they need to talk to Jesus, too. But I, I'm also very aware of the fact that we need people on earth. Like, we, we're supposed to be in fellowship with one another and connect to people. Um, and so this blog, when I wrote this blog, it was a reminder to me to be intentional about my walk with Christ, um, to not be ashamed of the gospel, to not get lazy and just sit and go to church. And even like, it's great to work in church. Definitely. All hands on deck. We're all needed because you need all those hands to keep the church, uh, your local church body going. But I think it's also, it was also an important reminder to me to like, okay, Jesus ain't just in these four walls, girl. You need to go out. You need to do things. Um, just to mention the name of Jesus, to lift his name up and make his name great. I mean, his name is great without me, but to let other people know how he's changed my life, how he's affected my life. And that I could do it without being like, you know, thus thou saith the Lord. Yeah. And also I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of the isolationist nature that we can have, uh, especially as the, as a, as the church. And so, because so many uh, so many times we'll be like, well, I don't want to go there or I don't want to go here because of this, that, and the third. There's a balance to everything. And I think the most perfect example of the balance is the Samaritan woman to me uh, in where Jesus was located, which is a, a well, which is close to this town, which is close to um, where you know, she had been living her life and, and all these other things. And, but because he was there, it wasn't like he said, okay, I need to go and sleep in a brothel or, or wherever he was able to minister to her. Right. And then what he ministered to her, I'm positive. She took back and went and, and spoke somewhere else, but that's where you have to go. If you were just like, well, I don't want to go there because I heard that there was this woman who, you know, has all the stuff and I don't, I don't, I don't get down with that. Or I don't, I don't, I don't deal with all of these things. Um, you're going to separate yourself from what God has from you for one, for two, the way we eat is another thing. Um, we will get full and, and continue to be gluttons off of a scripture. True. 
not in we can we won't do the book the books that connect the book of the just the the good book itself and how and how everything plays in uh one another um that was a lot of what we've been we've been going over thessalonians uh through the sermons that we've been doing um and or listening to let me clarify because i know i am a reverend so if i say doing it seems like i'm doing them yeah it seems like you and kanae have been on a uh y'all have a series on thessalonians that we need to listen to um not yet (laughs) (laughs) maybe one day and lord willing that's something we might walk into who knows um but in doing that you know he was kind of explaining all of these different things that like so there was a scripture where he was talking about um, the the wrath of God coming down on the Jews. And mm-hmm. for a lot of people, they use that as making it seem like Paul was anti-Semitic. He's also, he, he himself is a Jew. Um, right. And so then he goes to like Romans and kind of puts it under the context of the wrath of like if you're keeping people from the truth that is the truth that's what i'm saying i'm not saying that there's uh that i don't like you or you know i'm just saying like if you're actively pursuing keeping someone from the truth of the goodness of god there is wrath waiting for you right so but you wouldn't know that otherwise if you weren't if you didn't eat and digest everything as it connects, because if you look at the Bible, it is not just some set of um, chapters that are like, it's not vignettes. It's not like a one-off movie. Everything in that word connects to each other, connects from the beginning to the end. In in, in the beginning, there was the earth and the, the creation. Um, David connects to Jesus in the fulfillment of the promises and the fulfillment of all of these different things. And therefore, we connect to everything that God and, and Jesus or <clears throat> that Jesus said will be. That's the whole food. And uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say, my sister always tells me, and 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 this is the thing I be telling everybody. She didn't invent it, but it's what I tell people. <laughs> you can eat an elephant. You just have to do it one bite at a time. Yes, and that is a great quote that I got while I was from one of my college professors. Um, and it really stuck with me. It's a simple thing. Like, you can you can handle big tasks. It's just going to take you time, and you have to do it one bite at a time. I was going to say, hearing you talk also, I think it's important when you, when you look at your spiritual life um, to eat a variety of things. You touched on that a little bit when you were talking about it. A lot of times we stick with what we know, with what's familiar, the verses that we know, and that's all we know. Mm-hmm. We don't try to figure out the full depth and breadth. And really, if we spent the rest of our lives studying, most of us aren't like trained theologians. So um, our diet primarily consists of what other people are eating and spitting mm-hmm. back out to us. It's not because we're really spending time studying on our own um just being honest like um you know i we haven't gotten to that blog yet but i reached a point in my life where i was like hey i really need to understand you know 
the faith that I, I proclaim, I profess, I say it's mine, I need to have a better understanding of it, not just what I can get in a Sunday sermon. Okay, pastors only have 52 Sundays out of the year. Mm-hmm. How much information can they really give to you in 30 minutes? How much you know information how big- can they in a month and a half? Like, I'm right. literally only spending a month and a half with you. Right. And so it's important to have a healthy Christian life, in my opinion, um, to not just listen to the Sunday sermons or just go to Wednesday night Bible study if that's your thing or whatever your church schedule is. I'm just saying, I think it's important for us to have a healthy diet as Christians. And this may be controversial, the Christians may get in an uproar, um, but pastors are not perfect people. And I think it's dangerous. See, I watch a lot of, um, I watch and listen to like a lot of Dateline and murder mysteries and stuff and how people get dead. And I watch cult shows. <laughs> it's troubling all the time. Like I, I, I'm telling y'all right now, if, <laughs> if the podcast stops, <laughs> she didn't like she she's not going to jail but just know that i know and y'all know she did it i don't know what it is she there ain't gonna be no evidence so i mean ain't nothing for the stick but, but what i'm saying is i watched a lot of uh a, a lot of that kind of stuff and one a lady was talking about one way that people get involved in cults is they listen solely to the word of one person that's it everything that comes out of that person's mouth is truth for them um and i think it's important as a christian yes you do need a spiritual leader you need a pastor you need somebody that's in line with god but you also need to have your own personal relationship where you can read the bible i think it's important to have um Christian friends around you so y'all can talk about stuff like this and it doesn't have to be like in a formal setting and you can ask a question and one thing I loved about my Bible study with my Bible study girls is that we asked questions our Bible study wasn't like well doth saith the Lord it was okay this is this scripture what does it mean to you and what does it mean to you and what does it mean to you um and somewhere in that you know is the truth but i think that's part of the beauty of the relationship of being a christian is being able to ask god those big questions and him responding back to you but i think it's important for us to have the interaction and not just depend on what one person says and i'm going to say this and i'm gonna let you and i think that is a big reason why um churches have failed because people get tired of that cult mentality. Mm-hmm. People, people desire real honest communication mm-hmm. with people and they desire the ability to ask questions and your word is an absolute truth. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, but to piggyback off what you're saying, the other part of it, and I think you kind of said it earlier, we also have to eat things that 
taste bitter. Right. We don't even if um, we don't like it, that don't mean it's not the that truth. That don't mean it's not right. the word. They, Can we say did you hear me say balanced diet? The stuff yes. we don't like. Cause you know, it's easy to eat those scriptures that sound good to us, but the ones that are because mm, mm. well, in Thessalonians, because a lot of what he was preaching to us is two things he ended up saying. He said, Now, y'all might not like hearing this, but I have to, we need to explain to our youth the truth because a lot of times what we talk to them about is like, we make it seem like, and this is why they depart is like, you're going to accept Christ and everything is going to be great. And that ain't the the honesty of it is. And Paul told the Thessalonians in terms of, we told you uh, in chapter one and chapter two, in those regards that, you were going that that persecutions and 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 that people were going to reject you. It was going to be people close to you. You know that things were going to hurt because they were talking about you know all the things that they had just gone through. Um, they he sent Timothy to talk to them to like because I I wanted to see y'all. My y'all were right. on my mind, but you know I prepared you for the truth of what was going to happen. That people were going to reject us. That we were going to be in these things. This too. Is going to happen for you because people are going to reject the word. And because we don't show that to kids like this ain't no walk in the park, but it's not going to be no matter what you choose. You know, it's a lie to say, you know, that you accept and everything is perfect. And therefore they go where they just feel accepted for whatever it is that they want to do. And that's the most crucial time for understanding and connecting an actual intimacy with God and understanding that through my trials and tribulations that he has not left me. And if I don't have an understanding that I'm going to go through things and it's going to be difficult, but these things are going to work out for the good of the Lord and the good of my life. As long as I'm following him, then we're going to just continue losing people. Because they're right. going to continue calling us these hypocrites, these perfect people, and kids are just going to go where it's, it's quote unquote easier and they're accepted. Uh, when we are leaning so much into, you know, Genesis and Genesis and Exodus times in terms of things people is doing, the biggest uh, the diversion that that um, the devil has done in terms of like media and everything else in terms of. Uh, like the the explosion of social media is made people feel like so initially it was the dark was your place there wasn't a lot of um, carrying of information from person to person right um in, in quickness i should say well when we got the quickness where we're able to like see more where we should be able to reach people at a better clip whether it's you know zoom social media all these other things when that happened, that should have made like a lot of quote unquote positive people feel safer because now I can see more than what I could before. I can see, you know, that this neighbor uh, did this or I can see that this is a good neighborhood to live in. All these different things. The distraction and what happened and what people bid onto, especially where we are now, is they didn't like you in the dark. You got to you got to be out in the light. You got to, you know, if they don't want you out in the light, it's not something wrong with you. It ain't something bitter. Them folks, they just don't, they just don't get you. You just got to be you loud. 
you got to be you, you know, and that's like the thing. So it had the opposite effect of what was like presumed or should have been, because now in a lot of ways, because we're not giving people the bitter or not giving people the things that are harder to digest, you just ingest anything and think that it's okay. And because we don't have that balance, like you were saying, we don't even know how to serve the food to people. So now we serve That's in a true. plate to Jesus. Um, you know, when you talked about being honest about your Christian life and what your walk is, when we really step back and look at Christianity, Jesus was perfect. Mm-hmm. And look at how they did him. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be perfect. We're not ever, I mean, that happened when we we just got to get to Jesus, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's hard for a lot of times. Okay, I think it's hard for a lot of times for people to be. I'm gonna need you. Let me tell y'all, we looking at each other on Zoom. I can't help but laugh because he had me hand. He's sending me hand signals, and I'm trying to count anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that what I thought? Okay. Anyway, uh, um, I think it is harder you know when i was talking about older generational christians who only got their spiritual advice from one person it was much more difficult for them to be honest or Mm -hmm. be transparent Mm -hmm. about their walk and the way they were in real life and the struggles that they've had in Man, today's I, yes, time. Lord, Lord. What you? I just had this epiphany about because I forgot the other part that was something that he said that he it culminated all this on. We got you like, and this is why I use that example. We got quote unquote used to safety. We think that believing is safety. It's not. And it's not. And that's it. And it. And we don't talk about that. Enough. We don't. We don't. And I think I think that's why I find myself apologizing so much when I don't meet the mark of what a Christian should be. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, you struggle with depression. You know, that's not what a Christian is. You know, we are overcomers and we are. But that don't mean it's gonna be an easy overcome all the time and an instant overcome um i thank god for my struggles and the things that i've been through because it really has given me a better understanding of who he is for real um not just singing amazing grace but knowing how much it really and truly applies to my life um it's made my my walk with christ a healthier walk with christ mm-hmm. my spiritual life is healthier And I think the point that you brought up really and truly about us um, being honest, being transparent, being real about where we are in our walk with Christ is so vital. It helps other believers be healthy and live healthy lives. And that's part of the walking it out. But, you know, our new format is you say what you feel about it. And I say what I was thinking at the time. And then I'll wrap it up with, where are you right now? And right now I'm in a growing place. Um, when I wrote, it's kind of crazy. Cause I feel like it's, um, cyclical. 
It is because when I wrote it, I was coming out of a really dark season, Mm -hmm. just really starting to get my appetite back and really starting to eat. And I'm in that same place. I'm just getting my appetite back and really starting to eat. But I feel better. Like I said, I feel re-energized. I feel, um, I know that trouble don't last always. Um, And the same God, um, that walk me through the storm is going to be the same guy that walks me through the victory. Um, it's a continual work to have a healthy, healthy spiritual life and a healthy relationship with Christ. And I'm grateful that he's patient with me because you know, I do the most, Mm -hmm. but that's that's life in general. (laughs) I think, Whoa, Whoa, they give me a, it's, it's getting me. Um, Sorry. The Holy Ghost got you. Um, <laughs> but that's why I think I appreciate the podcast. Because it doesn't mean that we're not, and I hope this shows this, and I'm just going to say it. So if it's not, mis- uh, there's evidence that you can hear. I don't proclaim to be perfect. We don't proclaim to be perfect. We don't proclaim that we're always getting something right. But we do proclaim the word that was spoken to us from God. What you need to do with that is discern it with your understanding, your reading, your like go and look at scripture. If what we're saying don't match with scripture, like you're only going to know that if you're looking at the scripture. Um, But we endeavor to be earnest in our walk in the things that we're doing because we want to help people understand that walks look different walks mm-hmm. don't come in one size fits all the only one size fits all is jesus and he fit all of us praise uh, his holy name you know and in giving us salvation giving us the opportunity to um, but you just have to be out there speaking. You have to know what it is that you're doing. Um, there was another thing like that's that's scriptural uh, in terms of what you're feeding and what you ask for while you're eating is if you don't ask forgiveness, you don't get it. You didn't ask for it. You know, like you were forgiven for like, you know, if you do something that that, that is against God. But if you do not communicate with him, like I would like forgiveness for this, you know, like you have to know what you're feeding yourself, what's around you, what it is that you're doing, like what it, what setting are you in and like how to get the nutrients that you need. But only, you know, in prayer and and, and, and matching that up with scripture and everything else, what it is that you need. Um, know that, you know, yeah. I was I was going to say this, you know, I have been on a kick. I'll say it shot it from the mountaintops that. My desire is to be whole mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, all those things. I want to be healthy and I want other people to be healthy too. And so let's not just be fat people. Let's not just sit up and digest the word and not do anything with it. Let's work at our salvation. Let's walk it out. Um, Let's be compassionate to other people. Let's have empathy um, and not just exist in our own little bubbles we don't have to continue to be fat we can be healthy and if you are malnourished and you're not getting a constant word that was me you know 
y'all, I'm still like on pediatric because I have been malnourished. It's been a long time. Um, but God is still reviving me. So I just wanted to say that. That's it. That's all. I'm done. And then just know. You done? I mean, I'm not done because there are blog posts every day over at BibleStudyGirl.com. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can hit us up at Bible Study Girl, the number two. On Instagram, it's at underscore Bible Study Girl. Uh, if you would like to be a guest, if you want prayer requests or anything like that, you will hit us up at Bible Study Girl 2019 at gmail.com. And please go and check out our Facebook. Uh, just search Bible Study Girl, like the page so you can follow. You'll be able to listen to the podcast there. Uh, give us a like so that way you can be notified for each time that a episode goes up. We have a lot of things that we're planning for season three and beyond. So just prepare yourselves. We're growing as, as God is going to open up doors uh, for us to continue with growth. And remember that it's not the donut that preach. It ain't the fries they preach. It ain't even the jungle juice they preach. But we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. <laughs>